so now it's so this is the part where we where we put an epic intro epic it's intro about, music yeah matt do you have do you have an intro do you have an intro for us uh intro what okay all right so that's the intro okay um, cool so we're on we're in the making right now what how are you doing yeah. Matt? how are you doing today uh i'm doing i'm doing pretty good i um got home from work not too long ago so feeling pretty tired but uh but no yeah i'm doing good how about you i'm doing good just you know chilling doing this podcast i uh yeah i won't bore the audience with the what my day consisted of walking the dog doing some work that's it and now we're here we're gonna today we're gonna talk about uh some of the recent movies that we've seen and also um discuss some of the upcoming ones later this year that uh we're excited to see so that'll be at the end so so chris uh we'll start with you um oh boy because i have not i have not heard your thoughts on this yet but you um you recently saw um the exorcist believer i think you saw I knew, it yesterday. i knew you were gonna start with that yeah i knew you were gonna yeah. start with that oh uh, you saw it yesterday right yes i did so what what did you think about it because i've okay. i've not I have not seen it. I've had. I unfortunately haven't seen the original either. Well, so. if we talk about any horror movies on this podcast, Matt has not seen them. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Probably no, right like, likely not. No, no. I'm, I'm gonna, not. It's a disclaimer for all of you fellow wimps out there that, that we have one of you. Um, so, yeah. so I'm gonna have to. You know what? And and that's good for me in the sense that I can watch good horror movies but that also means that i watch bad ones and uh because i like all of that i like horror movies in general so i sometimes i just torture myself and see bad ones so i saw the exorcist believe i guess that's a bit of a spoiler of how oh, i felt about it it was bad <laughs> although no I, I well i'll get there i guess i'll just like describe what it is because some of you are like okay. there was an exorcist movie all of it some of you five people listening um you know are probably like i didn't even know there's an exorcist movie so this is there's a new exorcist and it's i like the sixth exorcist apparently i only knew there were three there's like i only several, knew there was one <laughs> yeah there were three well two and three people like three two uh, the only one i've seen is one but there's been several since one of like some of them in like the early 2000s i don't know but anyway, so this is like, I think the sixth, the fifth or sixth, I don't know. I, I can't keep up with this stuff. And uh, it brings back uh, Ellen Burstyn from the original, who was the mom of Reagan, the one who gets possessed in the original one. But I, I say that like she's the lead character of this movie and she's in it for about five minutes. So uh, it, this, this one's about Leslie Odom Jr. and his friend and their daughters get possessed by Satan himself. And so they have to take him out and exercise him, if you will. And uh, that's about all I got for story, because that's about all so that it gave it's me. It's the exorcist, but but two, but two people. But two, see, that's, what if the exorcist, but with two instead of one? Right, that's, yeah. that's the pitch. And then studio execs are like, oh my God, like, oh, two, two demons. And it's actually, by the way, kind of confusing if there are actually two demons or if it's like one demon who like Possessful. has split personality disorder and he's like i'm just gonna like go into whichever girl i feel like at this at this given moment he just like kind of goes back and forth depending on how he's the mood he's in if he's gonna go to the more sassy girl or the more you know he's so it depends so on the where, day where 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 does this movie fall do you think like how, what would you rate it you think well uh, well i mean i guess i can discuss yeah, like where does it falter? First. Where does it falter okay. for you? Okay, so well, I haven't really said. So this movie's getting trashed by everybody, by everybody. I mean, mm. everybody hates this movie, and like audiences and critics hate it. Like I, I haven't met a single person who likes it. Like my friends at Emerson, who watched way too many movies like I do, all hated it. I mean, I don't know anybody who likes it. So I went in with the lowest possible expectations, and they were slightly exceeded that's you can put that on the poster that's that's the pull quote that i'm giving slightly exceeded slightly exceeded rock bottom expectations slightly exceeded that's that's about it um 
it's not as bad as I expected it to be. If you go into this expecting the first Exorcist, that's a problem. Because The Exorcist is a classic. I know you haven't seen it. The Exorcist mm-hmm. is one of the best horror movies of all time. This movie is, is directed by the guy who made <laughs> the Halloween remakes from like <laughs> with the Jamie um, Lee Curtis and the Terrible Wig. Yeah. And she's, yeah. she's fighting Mikey because she has PTSD. Uh, who even knows? She decided she uh, whatever. I could go on a random of those movies, but anyway, uh, he's so for for whatever reason. After three of those, they were like, you know what? Let's give this guy another. Let's give this guy another huge brand. And apparently, they paid like four hundred million dollars for the rights to The Exorcist. And I don't know why they would do that because that movie yeah. was made fifty years ago. It's not like there's going to be a huge audience unless the movie's incredible. And then they were like, let's and, just and give it, it to this. Did it even warrant? Did it even warrant a sequel? Absolutely not. So my biggest issue with the movie, and I could say positives too, but like, they're not really positives. They're just kind of like, it's okay. Like the setup's okay. The performances are okay. The the possession scenes are fine. But the main issue that I have with this movie, I'm going to try hard not to spoil it, is Ellen Burstyn's character returning for this one named Chris, just like me. And she's uh, <laughs> and so that that means that she's my favorite character right away. And no, but Ellen Burstyn, Ellen Burstyn, I don't Matt, I don't know if you've ever seen Ellen Burstyn in a movie because she's, I think she's I one of the know. she's one of the greatest actors of all time. She, I'm not that's not even hyperbole. I mean, you haven't seen Requiem for a Dream, I don't think. But she's like unbelievable in that movie. She's and she's obviously in the original Exorcist, and Alice doesn't live here anymore. She's in a lot of movies. And she's an mm-hmm. Oscar winner. And she's like, look, no offense to Jimmy Lee Curtis, but like, I don't think Halloween is like above. I don't think Jimmy Lee Curtis is above Halloween. Like, that's like her thing. Like, Ellen Burstyn is way above coming back for this. <laughs> like, it, I don't even hate it. And the, what they do with her character is so disrespectful to her as like a 90 year old woman that it made me like cringe. And I don't even have her character in the original is not like a beloved character to me like a lot of people feel Mm -hmm. that she is but even I was like oh man people are gonna be pissed like uh, uh, the entire time that's what I was thinking because of how poorly they treat that character and I'm trying so hard not to spoil it but like just in your mind if you can imagine what's the worst thing that they would do to that character it's worse it's worse than that like they truly it's it's bad it's she's in it for maybe 10 minutes maybe and she's used all over the marketing she's in all the ads and those are her (laughs) only scenes except for the other scene which i'm not going to talk about because it's spoiler that is so oh man i i like it hurt me to watch it like it actually hurt me to and by that time so that's probably about halfway through when something happens that i won't give away and then after that i was like i'm out like that's it i'm out and (laughs) i basically started to fall asleep I'm not even joking. I was like dozing. And then even during the possession scene, it's just so basic. And then something happens during the possession scene that I was like, that it's like an idea. And I'm again, I'm trying not to spoil it. Like a moral dilemma in the final possession that woke me up. I mean, I was like, oh, wow. Like if they go there, because it's brutal. But if they go there, I'm going to be really happy and respected. And they did. And they went there. They didn't cop out. I'm trying so hard not to spoil it. But like, just know if you see the movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. That it's like so. It's just it's it brings a level of like interest that was not there before that brings it above like other exorcism movies. I thought, but only a little bit because the rest of it was kind of ass. It was kind of trash. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, I I don't know. I, I like even talking about this movie i just feel bored talking about it like i'm just it's fine it's it but people are saying it's terrible i wouldn't go to bat for it but it's not it's not the aren't worst they, thing aren't I've they seen. making aren't they already making like a sequel or something yes like, so they're making two follow-up movies to this and they haven't started shooting and if they had any sense of intelligence they would fire this director and go with someone and like rewrite it i mean like I didn't even hate it and even I could say I it was fine but I have absolutely no interest in any more 
Like, that's it. I don't care anymore. And so I feel like they're going to need something new. Yeah. To, and there's also a, a moment at the end that was just so eye-rolling that, again, it's a... No, I can't. I can't say it. It's a spoiler. It's uh, it's just trying so hard, and it's it's. I don't know. I'm done talking about this movie. It's it's so like yeah. it's such a I, nothing movie. We should move on before before yeah. you start to lose your mind and before you start to spoil it. <laughs> yeah, well, for those who do want to see. All right, fine. Sure, I'll go three out of five. Three out of five. Three. I feel out of like five. that's a good. Okay. Slightly better than not good. Mm-hmm. Put that on the poster. Put that. That's it. That's the pull quote. Slightly better than not good. Okay. I guess we'll just okay. move on because I'm done. Talking. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so so the other two uh, movies that we're going to talk about, we have both seen. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah. So which should we start with? You can you can choose what we start with. Because uh, well, I'm gonna go. I want to go to bottoms because. I, oh the yeah. Other, the other one, I felt it kind of a similar way to The Exorcist, and so I don't want to yeah. do that back to back. So let's just go to bottoms. Yeah. Okay. Uh, bottoms. Bottoms. I'm just. I'm just saying right now. Like, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. I loved it, and it's kind of weird because like, I I didn't think it would be like a movie that really like appealed to like me specifically. Like I'm not. I I don't think I'm part of. I don't think I'm. People would think that I would be part of like. I don't. I don't think I am. You're, part you're of in that touch thing. with your feminine side. It's okay. okay. You can yeah, whatever. I, I just don't think that I'm part of that demographic, but but like this movie was so funny and and just so good, man. I just had like a really <laughs> good time watching it. All the characters were really great in it. And uh Ao Adebri. Uh that is how you say it, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't um know. her and uh, Rachel Senna as well. They're both great literally everyone in this movie is really funny and really great and i i i enjoyed it a lot more than i thought that i was going to and i didn't think i was going to dislike it i just i think you you felt probably a similar way right a similar way i think i'm a little lower than you are but i'm not i really enjoyed it i will say that it's insane like it actually takes place on a planet that is not earth like the high school that they attend it's about these two girls who are lesbians who want to sleep with other girls at their school. So they start a fight club because they feel that the adrenaline will be boosted and therefore the yeah. the estrogen will be will be abound in the in the room. I, who even it's so like random that I was like, okay, I'm just going with it. But it's everything about this movie is on its own weird wavelength. Like the high school football players wear their uniforms. 24 7 like always yeah. in the classroom oh yeah ads. like they got the lead male character's name is jeff and on the back of his jersey instead of his last name it just says jeff <laughs> they, they have like, football I, players in a cage in the back of the classroom yeah like, it's just so bizarre that, that you just kind of have to go add, with it i'd add on to that that like don't don't go into this movie and overthink things like Oh, but they would get punished for that, or oh, they would. Oh no, no, yeah. this would happen. But... Do not think like that because, like, I did like at the very beginning, and then I, at the at the end, I was just like, whatever, because like it it will not matter. <laughs> well, the, I, I think the perfect. I I'm, I want to talk about my favorite part of the movie, which is my my boy Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. <laughs> the the health and fitness teacher, I guess, slash gym teacher, who who agrees to help run this club and he's he's like reading magazines that say like big booty babes like during school (laughs) and he's a football player like if you guys know football he's he's a former running back and he actually i think he might steal this movie like every scene that he's in there's a scene where he talks about what they have to do to woo a girl that is like oh my god like it's just it's cringy because he's a teacher and he's talking to his students like that, but it's also hilarious. Like he's he's he steals mm-hmm. the movie for me. Like he made it, he's kind of a perfect example of what this movie is. Like they got Marshawn Lynch to be the health teacher to talk about women just all the time and like endorse this fight club. That and has he, has he been in anything else? He was in uh Westworld, I guess. I haven't watched it. 
He's but in I, Westworld. <laughs> I have heard that. I guess he is, but I, I I don't know. Like, I I can't even imagine him in a serious role. So maybe yeah. he's like a a period piece too. Like, imagine I, like <laughs> because they travel like the to a bunch of different like yeah like <laughs> Marshawn Lynch as like a samurai. Marshawn Lynch in a corset, and he's like, "What's up, bitches?" And he's just yeah. walking around. <laughs> Like that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy, but yeah, he was he was really good in this movie. Again, like performances all around were great, and I like the the whole like group of characters that they that they kind of uh, built up throughout the movie, and I I think that was really great. Also, yeah, like uh, Kaya Gerber. Yeah, that's uh, all. I I would die for you, Kaya. Okay, anyway, continue, Matt. <laughs> and uh, who's the other girl? Uh, Havana Rose. Literally, oh yeah, you like, liked her. Yeah, we both. I, I was like, you know what? That's great. There's someone for everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was it okay? Anyway, I I like I like the the look of this movie too. Like I, it's like very bright. The like the color palette of this movie is very good. Like it's very appealing. And I, I will say the the score is great. The score is great. The score. The score. Yeah, the score is great. It's awesome, and like I, I talked okay. to you that, about this before, and you didn't, you didn't like notice it at all. Uh, I forgot there was music. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, something... I, I'll take your word for it. I didn't hear it at all. So but... I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of of movie soundtracks, and I'm a big fan of. Me too. I didn't notice that, it yeah. at all. And I don't know, like, I don't know. I can't believe you didn't, like, hear any. It was so good. It's not it a negative. So I'm not, like, no, I know. I didn't hear it. But, I like, but I don't it, know. It was... Okay, I'll take your word for it. That's yeah, okay. but a- any, anyway, like... It, Way to take a stand. I, I, I don't know if I can really say anything, like, that negative about the movie, really. Like, there's nothing that really wow. stands out to me as, like... Like, I'm, I'm not saying it's, like, a 10 out of 10, but... Well, what, what would your rating be? out of five like a letterbox oh out of five yeah probably yeah. like like four probably four four point five out of five wow okay i'll give it a four i, I yeah, like I, well it's on it's demand really good. for all the listeners at home it's on demand it's on demand check it out just, if you like weird uh don't watch it in front of your parents probably well but, it's not that bad it's not mm, you know yeah but sure. anyway those were matt's favorite parts when, uh, what no the, no no actually okay all right okay well i guess <laughs> okay, that's a good have... uh, segue of, uh, there's a, speaking of have... speaking of inappropriate scenes let's talk about the creator that's creator. There's like, there's like yeah no... oh, the creator oh, well, okay I, Chris. This, this this might be sorry this might be a little short because we we already had a long spirited discussion about this yes movie. yes we did me and chris on the car ride home from this movie had a very long and intense discussion about what we thought about this movie the entire ride home. It's so mid. it it's okay. For me, it's a little above mid. I'd say it's a little above, but there are just parts in this movie that do not work. And I it really disappointed me because I felt like a movie like this had like such good potential. Like there's so much potential here and i still think it does have potential there is room to expand upon it but there are just elements in this movie that really did not work as well as they should have and i think a lot of stuff in this movie is just uneven like a lot of the moving parts of this movie are uneven and it makes it the movie suffers because of it um so chris do you want to do you want to start off on uh yeah it's well i'm i can't even begin to describe the premise of this movie like it's just i guess uh, to put it in the simplest way possible ai has nuked los angeles and humans are at war with ai now yep that's about it that's how i can in its simplest terms there there are so many like conveniences and plot elements that are not explored when they are set up to be that it's it's not just it's not confusing in the way that like a movie like Inception, like that's the point, which is like a puzzle. Like you're trying to figure out. It's confusing, but you can tell that there's stuff there that if you watched it again, you would pick up on it and be like, oh, like now it's making sense. This movie, it just feels like they didn't explain enough. And right. yet at the same time, which we talked about, 
there are just these random exposition dumps where they just decide to discuss, oh, by the way, you know, the war was really bad. And here's what happened to this part of humanity. And by the way, and John David Washington is the lead character. And they're like, by the way, your wife is alive. And that's not a spoiler because it's like 20 minutes in. But I mean, it's like the way information is given in this movie, it's like Alice and Janney and Ken Watanabe just being like, I'm going to give a speech now. And then they like sit there and for like jump five exposition minutes for like 10 minutes and discuss straight. it. And they're explaining everything. But at the same time, every single speech that they give in this movie, any character, I'm like, at the end of the speech, I'm like, okay, but then how does this make sense with that speech in mind? And then they're like, oh, to, look, here's a big shiny thing. Like, we're just going to, we're just going to keep going. Like, for it's just, it's weird. It's like simultaneously over explained and super confusing. It's weird because I do want to, I don't think this movie's terrible. I think I, I, the fact that this movie was made for $80 million, which is, is like crazy. That's like a quarter of the budget of the new that's Indiana crazy. Jones. Yeah. And it looks, I mean, it looks amazing. Like I'm not even mm-hmm. going to exaggerate. Like I, I was tempted during this movie, like looking back, I'm tempted to say still see it in the theater. Cause it's still, I mean, it's amazing looking and sounding. It's like a, it's a really, it seems like a really big budget movie, even though it isn't. Like, it seems like a Star Wars level epic opera. Like, it's like yeah. built like that. And the CGI is incredible. Like the, the AI people who's like the back of their heads are missing and they're replaced by like robot something like circles. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. to describe it without, but I mean, it, it's seamless. Like there's not a moment in this movie where you're like, it just looks so real. And that's what makes it so frustrating when they try to explain things that are just it just makes no sense like i don't think they thought a lot of this world out very much like they kind of do but then there's it raises so many questions and then they don't have answers for it and unfortunately this movie bombed so we're not going to get any answers to it yeah that's it and my one of my biggest problems is so another element of the story is that and this also isn't a spoiler because it's like the main like driving point of the movie yes is that the the AI is creating a powerful weapon to take down the humans, basically. It's a big, big fight between the AI and the humans, like we said. And so John David Washington, he's like sent in to, to find this weapon and destroy it. And it turns out to be this like AI girl, basically, this, this, this young girl. And the the whole premise, the main premise of the of the movie is her and and joshua that's john david washington's character what a stupid name for the future yeah yeah sorry to yeah, all the joshuas weird. out there by the way but uh if the name joshua exists in the future like then humans deserve to lose the war anyway continue let's just keep going but they establish a connection and then it's and then they try to basically find a different way about like what you know the conflict basically so that is literally like the main driving point of the movie and it is so underdeveloped their relationship i mean well one minute there they he's like i'm just going to take care of you and like not draw any emotional connection and then literally, he's very standoffish i mean he's very attitude. standoffish and he's purposefully not me like he doesn't hurt her but he's purposely like cold to her because he doesn't believe in ai having emotions and yeah. then i'm not i mean literally a minute later after he says something like that she's like laying in his arms on this train ride, <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "What oh, happened?" I'll fix your hat. Like, I'm like, "How what? much of this movie got cut out that all of a sudden yeah. they're like best friends?" And he's like, "Her father figure." It, it didn't earn that at all. Like, I was like, I, "I don't know where did this come from." I almost started laughing. Like, it was just so out of nowhere after he said he didn't want any part of this relationship that I was bizarre. I don't know. It feels and- like they focused a lot on explaining this technology to everybody, but then forgot like, oh yeah, by the way, there's characters here like that we have to like focus on and like develop for the audience. Like they're just like, yeah. oh yeah, there's these, there's this random dude and he's pretty tough and his name's Joshua. And here's this, this girl mo- This movie is so incredibly busy. There is there's so a lot going much, on. There's so much stuff, so many characters that don't matter as well that are like introduced. So many characters, so many moving elements that it just, becomes insanely messy and Allison Jane. They, they focus way too much on those things that don't matter 
over the main core relationship, which is supposed to matter. And I really like the two of them. And I wanted to believe in their connection more. But like, it's again, like, like we said, it's barely developed. It's like, it's barely, it's not at all. It's really, yeah, it's like, we're supposed to care. And I did a little bit, but like, there's just so much potential to have like a much stronger reaction from the audience. But I found, I found myself being like, well, I don't buy it. You know, I don't buy into it completely. It's barely focused on compared to a bunch of other stuff, which are just, again, characters that are just thrown in and blow up the next scene. You know, like, it's like, it doesn't make any sense. There is a couple of those, yeah. I will say the last thing I'll say, just because we should probably get to the next thing, is that uh, every, I mean, the amount of movies that I thought of that were not this movie while I was watching it, like, okay, that's Terminator 2. Okay, that's Blade Runner. Okay, like there's literally a, a city they go to that looks identical to Blade Runner. Blade Runner. I, yeah. I mean, I it literally is a carbon copy almost. Like I'm like, come on. Like, and you could say I think a lot of times that those kinds of things are brushed off as homages. Like the director's like, oh yeah, that's one of my favorite movies, and I'm trying to you know pay homage to those. And it's like you can do that without just making it the basis of your entire story. Like the base of the story is Terminator Two in a way like a child and then or the mandalorian even like a child that this guy mm-hmm. who's pretty hard and has to protect now and it's like okay like the difference is you can do that if it's well developed but it's not it's just expects the audience to care what yeah. would you give what would you give this movie I, out of five? i'd probably give it a 3.5 probably oh that's, that's high I'm so uh, well. No, you you stick with your opinion, Matt. No, yeah, no, 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 no. yeah, like three, three point five, somewhere around there. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, I would go. I'd say like a two and a half out of five. Yeah, maybe I, I a mean, three. I totally, it's close to a three. I was really, I was disappointed by it, but there are a lot of elements that do work: cinematography, performances. I agree. That's especially all from the main two, I think performances were really good. It's just again the the connection needed to be established. I think. Well, so hopefully uh, we've agreed a lot today. Hopefully we don't agree on this because it'll be more fun. We have each come up with five movies that we're the most excited for for the rest of the year between now and the end of 2023 that are coming up. So um, mm-hmm. I came up with 10 because I didn't want to duplicate any of yours. And I would just I would just like take other ones if yep. you already picked them. So why don't you why don't you go first? So. <laughs> You know what I'm going to say first, probably. Oh, um, Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> I'm, I I'm hope so, everyone I'm, heard that. I'm so, I'm so excited to see that movie. Okay, I that, that, that is 100% on my list. Because, I mean, I don't need to get into it, but, like, I mean, I've enjoyed those games, like, since the beginning, and I, I'm, I'm just excited to see. I Do I think it's going to be, like, a like a amazingly well-crafted like like spectacular movie no yes i i think if you aren't a fan of the games it'll be similar to like the the mario movie where i feel like if you're not a fan of those games then like you'll think it's like pretty mediocre i'm just seeing it because i love the games and and i think it'll it would be fun to see so i'm i'm very excited and the practical stuff the animatronics and stuff they look great so that's really, you know, one of the main things about that should matter. So I'm excited to see it. So that 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 would be the first one on the list. What, okay. what, you, what about you? What's your well? First? I will first. I'll say on that point, this will be fun to review that if we get that because I know nothing about Five Nights at Freddy's except that there's a guy named Freddy Fazbear. That's that's what yeah. I know. And Matt yep. is a huge fan, so that'll be an interesting discussion. You will have yep. to educate me on whatever the hell happens in that in that Chuck E. Cheese. Anyway, okay, fine. All right, I'll go to mine. So my first one, it's our lists are going to be so different because mine are all like weird indie awards stuff and yours are going to be like 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 the big stuff. The, yeah, the stuff I mean, that's going to make a, a mix, lot of money. Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay, a mix. Well, maybe, well, we'll see. So first up, I have Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, yeah, I knew that was going to be on yours. Is that on your list? No, no. I figured, yeah, I figured just because it's just because we're different people. It's, it's, yeah, I anyway, it's, it's Martin Scorsese, Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, Jesse Plemons, Brendan Fraser, Lily Gladstone, 
John Lithgow, apparently. He might have been cut out of the movie because I haven't seen any like clips of him in it. But anyway, there are murders in the 20s that took place on this like Native American land. And at the same time, the government was trying to steal their oil that they were harboring. So, and Martin Scorsese, just a, just, it's, he's just cinema, Matt. It's just cinema. He's, you know, yeah. Mar- yeah, no, screw that I... Marvel stuff, just like he says. I understand that. I just feel like it's 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 the kind of movie that I mean it's three and a half hours long. Hell yeah. Know? That's that's the first thing. Well, so that's that, the that, difference between us. That gets me hyped and that gets you like uh, see, okay. Well, I mean, if it if it is three and a half hours long, I want like something a bit more engaging. And that's not a knock against the movie. I just would rather not watch a movie like Killers of the Flower Moon for three and a half hours over like something more a little more action-packed or a little more attention grabbing i guess you could say for me personally and again that's yes. not a knock yeah. against martin scorsese or killers of the flower moon or anything like that like that's i, I, see, I like, see your point yeah like i'm not saying like it's like gonna be a bad movie absolutely not i just it's not personally my well my it helps that it. i loved the irishman his last movie that's also three and a half hours long so that's i mean that's kind of the standard like if you liked the irishman you're probably gonna like this but if not if you found it too long you might find this too long. But like me, I, I'm like, I'm just, I can't believe this movie's coming out in the theater. I can't believe a three and a half hour movie about murders on a Native American land is coming out in theaters now. Like, that's just great. I don't know. It's just so different from what we usually, mm-hmm. it feels like an old time movie. It's an old timey movie. All right. Yeah, it's it's very, it's it's exciting. Yeah. I'll talk about that next week, but maybe you, I don't know if you're going to see it. So probably, maybe just me. Probably okay. Not. All right. What's next on What's next on your list? Um. So next on my list, it might be on your list as well. It's uh the boy in the herring. That's it's not that's on my next. list. It's not on your list. It's close. It's in my top ten, but not. So top. it's a it's a Miyazaki film. Um and Miyazaki, I really need to watch a lot more of his movies because they're very they're legendary, pretty much. Like they're all like. I, I mean, that's really all I could say about that. There's you could go into a lot more about those movies, but um, it was like said to be his last movie. It's not going to be it's not his last movie, but we really don't know that much about this movie. Um, there was a trailer released, I think, but uh, not a whole lot of plot details uh, about it. But I have always wanted to watch like a, a Miyazaki film in in theaters, too. Like, I think, oh, it's going to be so cool. And of course, visually, they're just outstanding and and they just have such a distinct style that you know exactly right away that it's a Miyazaki film and well how do you know what do you mean because I know I know I know what the others look like I know you know what they look like yeah I do you haven't seen I've watched I've watched Grave of the Fireflies so okay all right we got one let's go so so I I do know (laughs) that he's known to make stories that are super compelling and super uh moving and stuff and I I just I can't wait to see it I cannot yeah. wait. To see I it. love that style. That style of animation is just very appealing to me. I like the two D, kind of hand drawn mm-hmm. stuff. Like that's just yeah. It's, it's better than the Super it's Mario. Go- it's uh, gorgeous. Yeah. Not to throw the Super Mario Bros under the bus, but it's like no, what, I mean, you, you know, you it just can, looks can, different. There's yeah, just like, a different even as even as a Mario fan, like you you can like I because again, like I said, like if you're not a Mario fan, I totally understand you like. Well, it's not the movie itself. It's just the style. Like I just like the hand. I like the the. You can feel like the drawing of the. It it just makes it a different experience, which is kind of cool. Yeah, exactly. like, it's more like a storybook than like a. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mario. That's good. That's a good one to have in your list. I'm gonna. I'm excited to see that too. It's, it almost made my list. I suppose mine's only. I think mine's an order of release date, so I don't. I didn't okay. rank it. I guess the next one is. Uh, we just saw a trailer for this in front of the creator. And I'm going to guess it's not on your list, but it's Saltburn. It was almost on my list, yeah. Yes, it was I know. This movie looks kind of bonkers, and I love it, and I want to see it. And that's all I could say. I mean, I don't really even... The plot, I guess it looks like the guy, Barry Keoghan, the main actor, gets invited to his rich friend's estate, and stuff goes down. And there's a lot of stuff. A lot of sex. They start with a bang. Yeah, they start- that's pretty much <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. That's what I, that's the feel. That's that I what got. it looked. I mean, uh, and look, that's not. I'm not saying that's why I'm excited for it. It's because it's more because the. Well, I love all the people in it, and all the also, the director, made a promising young woman, a couple of years ago, which was so good. 
I feel like I should make you watch that just to see your reaction. Um, well, Bo boy. Burnham is great in that. <laughs> yeah, I, no, it's this is definitely a me movie. I I don't expect like Killers of the Flower Moon. I'd be like, would I rec? I always question in movies like that. Like, would I recommend this to our parents? My parents. Killers of the Flower Moon is a yes. Saltburn is uh, probably not. But uh, you know what? That's okay with me. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm fine with that. These weird little thrillers that like take really dark turns like that's just up my alley i just like that stuff and you know jacob ellerty from uh from euphoria from, from euphoria, from, of euphoria from, fame from euphoria he's having a year man i, I don't know what yeah right God, his agent is like working wonders that's like a, he's in insane. the priscilla I... he's playing elvis presley in that priscilla movie he's playing the guy in saltburn that the that barry keoghan is obsessed with i don't know he's good he's got you know he's good for him he's getting out there um, all right what's next on your list I'm gonna probably say next. I would I would say I just saw the tra- trailer for this, um, the Iron Claw. So oh man, yeah, I'm so happy because I was gonna put I was gonna say that instead of Killers of the Flower Moon, but I just swapped it at the last second. I I'm becoming more and more of a fan of A24. I love and, it. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. like they put bang they put out banger after banger. Like they're like yes. seriously, really and it it's really like made me want to like test the waters more with different kinds of movies that i like to see because there was a time like only a few years ago where there were only like specific kinds of movies that i'd want to see but like with them and with with other movies that i've seen this year as well i'm really starting to like branch out more i think and and well that's be good interested and in, that's good growth in, matt good job yeah thank you so the iron claw um it's based on a true story i know I haven't um, seen the trailer, by the way. I'm just gonna listen to your. Uh, yeah, the the three the brothers. Um, I forget what their last name is. The, uh, Von the, Eric. Von, the Von Eric. Yeah, Von, yeah, Von Eric brothers. Apparently, I don't know the history. I know some. It's like, like tragic. Like tragic stuff happens. That's that's all that I know. Um, but I do know that that Zach Zach Efron's in it. Uh, Jerry Mallon White is in it, and they got oh, yeah. like freaking shredded. You know, so. <laughs> That's that's exactly why that's on your list. That's, yep, uh, exactly why. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I like those two actors and and um, again, like I I've really been enjoying what A twenty four has been putting out lately, and and it seems like an interesting premise. I'm I'm not really a huge like wrestling guy, but um, it sounds like uh, fo- have you heard of Foxcatcher? Have you heard of that movie with Steve? Yes, Perot yes, and yes, Tatum? with a. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, yeah. Yes, yeah. It sounds like that to me, where it's like a sports drama, but like not really about the sports. Actually, it's also wrestling, and it's yeah. like, uh, like it's more about the characters' drama than the actual sport. But that's like, I don't know. That's it. It seems kind of like that to me. It seems similar, but I'm very right. excited yeah. for it. Yeah, I, I like uh, that director made a great movie a couple of years ago called. I'm not even, no. It's it's Martha Marcy May Marley. That's what it's called. A lot of M's. And mom hated it. Do you remember our, our mom watched that? I don't know I, if you uh, I don't remember think I that. She, she yelled at me for telling them to watch it because she hated the ending. That's what she said. So maybe uh, maybe she won't see this one. Maybe she will because of the Zac Efron uh, and Jeremy Allen White uh, shredded. Um, you know, we'll see. Anyway. Uh, and they've been watching a ton of Shane. Oh, my God. They love. Yeah. Yeah. Our parents are obsessed with. Well, they love the bear and they started watching Shameless because he's on Shameless. Yeah, so they just love Jeremy Allen White. They're big stands of <laughs> yeah, Jeremy <laughs> Allen White. Of him, yeah. Kind of a random actor to stand, but I like him. He's a good dude. Anyway, um, next one I will say is a movie that you probably haven't heard of. I'll be, it's called May December. Uh, um, it stars Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore. Oh yes, and... that's the one where he, she like takes over her life or something, or like. Something like she, that. And... Natalie Portman is playing an actress who is observing Julianne Moore's character for a role. And Julianne yeah. Moore married a kid who was like 14 at the time. And now mm. it it flashes forward like 20 years and they are married. She went to prison for it and then they got married after she got out. And so this is a whole hoopla and Natalie Portman is doing research for a role. And so she visits their family. They have like kids now and stuff. It's like, and the guy in it, do you know who the guy is? Um, I don't think so. Charles Melton. 
from Riverdale. Oh, oh no, yeah, I heard that because I heard he he's like getting like Oscar buzz. He is. He. Uh, what's crazy is that so the movie's already premiered at like some festivals. Not and now. They have. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Cut this out. I know. Okay. Thank you. Okay, start that. Start that over oh, again. I'm keeping that in. I'm keeping that in. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, where was it? I don't even remember. Oh yeah, Charles bro went. Bro went yeah. from Riverdale yeah. to this. Bro went from Riverdale to this. The same with Jacob Ellard. Like, what is? I mean, those agents are like gods. You could make the. You can definitely make the argument that like Euphoria is like a lot better than Riverdale, though. Like Riverdale's like. I mean, yes, I've seen some of the and Euphoria, uh, even though I don't like either. Euphoria is definitely better. <laughs> From an objective standpoint, mm-hmm. it is better. Yeah. And Charles Mountain is getting Oscar buzz, which is funny because Natalie Portman and Julia Moore are in it, and he's the one getting buzzed. But I do, I this director, I really picked these five based on the director because I just know I'm going to like it because I like mm-hmm. them. He's done other stuff that there's too much to list, but he's one of my favorite directors. So I'm excited for that. And I haven't seen the trailer, but people say that the trailer is good and that. It's already premiering at festivals and people like it. So I and it's supposed to be like really soapy, like a soap opera, but like a really well-made soapy melodrama. Like that just sounds fun. I just want a fun lifetime movie. So what's your next? What's your next uh your next thing? Okay, so I <laughs> have seen the trailer for Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. <laughs> no, let me let me let me <laughs> no, let me keep going with this. Okay. Yeah, sorry. All right. All right. so i've seen the trailer for aquaman in the lost kingdom i think it looks terrible i think it looks really sucky go on i'd never be into a kind of silly like i don't know like stupid movie like that it's fun the first one's fun the first one's well yet somehow i'm still i still want to see wonka (laughs) (laughs) for some reason (laughs) i do okay Yes. Wait, so I, it's not. So it's not Aquaman. It's not Aquaman. It's Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen. Listen. Okay. All right. All right. Let me cook with this. All right. <laughs> let me cook with this. I don't care what you think of Timothy Chalamet as Wonka. I don't mind him personally. Scratch that. Reverse it. Scratch that. Reverse it. I. I don't. Th- I don't. That he wouldn't be my first choice, but I don't think he looks terrible in it. And you know, like. <laughs> You gotta have like those movies that like you just you just go see like for fun like it you know they're just fun family movies you know I don't know I'm just like I don't hate it I vibe no, with I those sometimes that. that's fine you, yeah. yeah no sometimes I'm just you're just in the mood for those you know like the new trailer came out today so that was oh, cool so I, it's I extra it. in mind um it's right in my mind a lot more of uh Hugh Grant as uh the uh, <laughs> Oompa Loompa so. <laughs> That's great. Um, I want to see him, and I love Olivia <laughs> Colman. She's in it too. Me too. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm giving it a chance. It looks like a a a fun, heartwarming movie. I, I, I you know I'll go see it. I'll go see it. God, that so, that Aquaman misdirect. Oh my God, that Aquaman misdirect was crazy. That crazy. Was the slander to Jason Momoa. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I, the, I don't know what the purpose of introducing Aquaman was, but I'll say the next one is this might be on your list. This might be the last one. Poor things. Is that on your list? Is that uh, did you make a list? It, I Well, I did, but like I didn't think of that one. I didn't think of poor things. Well, that's okay because I can talk about it. This movie looks insane. I was talking about maybe not recommending the iron claw to general people this is like the epitome of a movie that i would not recommend to anyone with any sanity is this nc-17 or is it no it's r but it says like r for absurd apparent sexual content explicit nudity like it's like well that's not why it's here make no mistake i don't mind seeing that but that's not why it's here that's not while sulfur and maybe there's a theme going here because sulfur had that too but you know this movie looks insane. This looks like a Dr. Seuss adaptation from like 2002. Is that did that register to you? It looks like the Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers. It does. It does. <laughs> from a visual aesthetic, it, it looks. It just gives off the same vibe a little bit. 
I noticed in the trailer, I've seen the trailer probably five times in front of random movies that I see. And every time I notice like a little animal in it. Have you noticed there are little ex- animal experiments? So Willem Dafoe plays like a Franken- Dr. Frankenstein kind of guy who brings a woman back to life, played by Emma Stone. And every time I see the trailer, there's these little animals in the back. Like I saw one the other day. It's like a duck with like four legs, like legs. Like it's just running around like a dog, like a dog bottom and a duck top. It's just so bizarre. And you know what? That to me says I'm going to see that day one. I don't know what is going on. I still don't know what's going on. I've seen the trailer so many times. It seems like she is a, she has the brain of a child in the body of a human or of like an adult. I think that is what it's supposed to be. And she's like quickly developing. And so she's kind of outsmarting everyone because they think she's like a kid, but she's really not. I think that's what's really going on. And that's like why people like it so much because she's like a badass. But Mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know what, like, I don't know how stoned Yorgos Lanthimos had to be to, to think of this. I mean, it looks, it's like, I can't even describe it. Like, I'm not even going to try to describe it. It just looks so insane. Like, just look up a trailer and you're going to be like, what the hell? Why is that on your list? It looks so weird. It looks so weird. But, you know, Mark Ruffalo screaming, like, I'm like, I don't even know. What am I watching? I don't know. Will I take any substances before this movie? That's a good question. It could result in something very bad. So I'm going to say no, but... I I would recommend you know what that is the audience that I would recommend it to people who like to mm-hmm. get stoned and watch Spider Verse. It, it's just such a, it's such a weird premise that it's just appealing in that way. I yeah. guess I don't even know. I can't even describe. I literally just tried to describe it for like three minutes and I couldn't do it. So that's it. Okay. What's your last, what's your last pick? So I'll be honest. I couldn't really find one that oh I would defin- definitively put at number five. The color list. purple. I actually was going to say that, so I don't know how you got that. Wait, but really? it, yeah, I, said that a, I said it as a joke because the I'm serious. No, really I'm bad. serious. Yes, the color purple was on the joke, but I I removed it because I knew you were going to make fun of me. No, so. I, I was going to make fun of you because of, uh, not because of you, because of the poster that they put out. The color purple there because, okay. I don't know. I mean, it just looks like a more interesting movie than... I would rather I mean, see that than Aquaman. I will say that. Yes, no, that's absolutely. not true. That's not true. I... I I enjoy the first. I would rather see it than the Marvels. I'm. I mean, right. I might see Aquaman just because I've seen the first one, but I, I will. Mean, I, I will just complain about it. Yeah, and I'm. I'm looking through more of these movies, like like uh, Chicken Run. Like I haven't seen the original. I haven't Dawn seen of, the first Chicken one. Run. Dawn of the Nugget. Dawn of the Nugget. That's the best name I've ever heard. Yes, that's what. And it's called. um, Napoleon as well, which obviously, Ooh, yeah, 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 looks great but i can't get past like the stupid posters and taglines of them it's so funny it's like he looks like he's mobbing on a rick ross album yeah it's it, like they use like modern language in like in the posters are so stupid you just have to like <laughs> look it up it's like this was a real person and i don't know i'm i like joaquin just kind of freaks me out a little bit so he's too intense he's too intense that's what i'm that's what i'll say about. but i um, hope he doesn't listen to this I hope that Joaquin uh, yeah, sorry, is not Joaquin. one listener. Sorry, Joaquin. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. So I guess by process of elimination, I'd say the color purple. Because everything Rebel else Moon. looks terrible. So I mean, Rebel Moon. Moon. I mean, Rebel Moon kind of gives me like it's it's sort Zack of like Snyder. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know Zack Snyder. Like, I don't love his filmmaking, but I mean, it looks like a similar concept to like the creator, like in terms of like visuals and things. That okay. that that's 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 my list. Very very out there. Very bit like spread and very varied. I mean, that was very varied. Good... I feel mine is too samey. Mine's just weird stuff. Yours is I am Killers of the Flower Room, but yours is like you got some variety. I have one mm-hmm. more. I'm surprised you didn't say it's not on my list, but I'm surprised you didn't say the Hunger Games. Oh well, I I was gonna say that as well, <laughs> but again, like I don't know. Like I just felt like it was like. Yeah, I, I do want to see that as well. It was close to my list, too. That's an honorable yeah. mention, The Hunger Games. Well, I'm, I'm going to end this on a profoundly depressing note. Um, because the last movie on my list is The Zone of Interest. I'm not familiar. I'm You're not, not familiar. familiar? Wow. I'm for this one. It's A24. Okay. okay, yeah. It is 
boy, I'm going to sound like a lunatic. It is about a family who, it's a family of a Nazi officer, and including the officer. And they live outside of a camp, of a concentration camp. And the point of the movie, I think, is to like show how evil is like like it's such a mundane like i've heard that the movie is like a lot of them just like farming how they're truly evil but almost don't register it like it's just an interesting concept to me that they that someone would make a movie showing the other side of things not empathizing with the nazis like showing it and being like this is what evil could look like yeah like like something just so simple of like a family like that's just that's just creepy to me. And it's really because, again, I said this, I think every time, the director is one of my favorites. He did Under the Skin. You know what that is? With uh, Scarlett Johansson. And she's... Um, uh, isn't she's she like, like a... She's an alien. People are going to listen to this podcast and be like, wow, that Chris guy is a lunatic. And you know what? You're correct. But I, I just like... I've just seen so many movies that I'm just... Anything that's weird and out there and probably A24 or Neon... I'm just going to be interested in it's like a war drama that really focuses on the bad side which I'm like that's very interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know but I it's an, again another movie that I wouldn't be like take your family to go see the zone of interest Yeah, go take your family yeah I guess that's on my list I if I had to pick another one I would say like a more fun one I'd go the Hunger Games yeah because uh mm-hmm. I love the Hunger Games the Hunger Games are great all the, the first two are really good the last two were like, okay, but this one looks good. What are your thoughts on Rachel Ziegler? <laughs> uh, I'm going to get you canceled right now. What are your thoughts yeah, on well, Rachel Ziegler? No, well, I just, like, <laughs> like at the end of the podcast, no. All right, that's no. the end of the podcast, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, no. Like, <laughs> no, no, that's a great ending. We're going to leave the I don't audience. I think I have an suspense. unhealthy take on, okay, whatever. Okay. Anyway. Well, that's going to be, the... that's so great. That that's yeah, thank you guys yeah. for listening. Thank you, everybody. Our first podcast. There are probably music playing right now. uh, Probably not. Well, or well, I'll sing right now just in case there's not. Um, You just finish listening. Matt, you got to come in with the instruments. Uh, We don't even have a name for the podcast. Like two. Yeah, I don't know. My name's Chris. Matt, you're you're really leaving me on an island. And I'm Matt. No, you're not singing. You're the instrument. All right. All right. Thank you guys for listening today. This was <laughs> this this is a really great All right. Episode. All right. See you all next time. Uh yeah, we'll probably be This is more. our podcast.